So I had herniated a disc. It was bad enough that I was out of work for four months. That's how bad it was. I needed three epidurals to get over that. Um, once I got back to no pain and teaching started, it was a September of uh, 2016. I started walking just to get in shape to run again. And what I found is when I was walking, I, the world opened up to me in the sense of my, my own thinking opened up. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by... Hi, this is Frank from Walking for Health and Fitness. This podcast with Chris Janke will give you the basics of starting your own walking exercise program. Stay to the end for a free gift from me. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Janke here today with Frank Ring. Frank's encouraging people to do what I think is common sense, but unfortunately it has gone by the wayside and I've seen this with my own clients and that is simple walking. Frank, I appreciate you being here today. Thanks again. Hey, Chris. Thank you for having me. I, um, I feel like when somebody first starts working out with me or they want to work out with me, that's always a question I ask them is like, what is your baseline fitness? And I always ask about walking. How frequently do you walk? Um, you know, so many times I hear people say, well, oh, when I went to Europe, I lost 15 pounds because we were walking everywhere. Uh, and for some reason, they don't continue that tradition back here in the States. So uh, how, how did you get so interested in walking and helping to motivate other people to, to start walking again? Uh, it, was, it was real simple. I got hurt. Um, I was a runner and then did the weightlifting, everything that goes along with it. And um, I started doing trail running near my house here. The trails are real rocky. And I just really beat up on my body. So I had herniated a disc. It was bad enough that I was out of work for four months. That's how bad it was. I needed three epidurals to get over that. Um, once I got back to no pain and teaching started, it was a September of uh, 2016. I started walking just to get in shape to run again. And what I found is when I was walking, I, the world opened up to me in the sense of my, my own thinking opened up. I had time to listen to podcasts. I had time to listen to audiobooks. Uh, I looked forward to my walk at the end of the day where when I was a runner, it was like, uh, I have to run today. And it was always that sense of, I got to get out the door. They say the toughest part of a workout is just getting started. Right. And with running, that was the toughest part, getting started. And I always felt like that first few blocks, it's like the first time I had ever run. Once I started just walking, I not only looked forward to it, I mean, I was planning out my walks, how far I was going to walk, what neighborhoods I was going to do. And, um, with all of what I um, was listening to, to keep myself uh, occupied while I was walking, I really, it opened, like I said, opened up my world. I'm a much calmer person. Uh, I've started this business. I mean, I've now written uh, three books about walking and that all started because the ideas just came to me. No ideas ever came to me when I ran, other than the idea of when's this gonna be over. But right. as I was walking and you, you take one, oh, how about this? And then I'd have an idea, I'm like, I'd have then, all of the different variations of what could happen. What next, what next, what next? 
walking gave me all the time to think. And everyone I talk to about walking, tell me the same thing. And much to your example of people losing weight, I used to go on vacation, same thing. Go after dinner, walking. People are waving. Everybody's so happy. The pandemic happened here. We, we were locked down. Every, many people were home. And I'd walk my same routes and I'd start to see people that I had never seen before, which was a great thing. I waved to everybody. I waved to cars. I waved to people. And many of them were initially kind of hesitant, like looking at me like, what do I do? I see the hands go up slowly. It's really <laughs> funny. Well, if we were in Cape Cod, you know, everybody's like, hey, how you doing? I'm across the street. So right. it was a whole different mindset. And I found that people who didn't generally just like, they don't, maybe they don't think they could get in shape by just walking, but boy, it's a great exercise. It, it is really a fantastic exercise. And um, that's interesting that all those things are happening when, when the pandemic first started and you're out walking and people are, you know, not quite sure how to interact. I, I would imagine, you know, in this day and age, most people are interacting like you and I virtually, right, over some sort of technology. Yeah. And it's very rare that you just go outside and meet your neighbors. So I think that's, that's pretty powerful. And then speaking to your, your idea generation, I was thinking as you were talking that, you know, it's like, I always use the traffic light analogy with my clients. Like if you're not going hard enough, that's the green light. You're, you're not, you might be stretching, which is great, but you're not really doing enough to, to kind of change your body. And if you're going into the red light, then you're going way too hard. You might get injured. You're going to overdo it. And, and walking is sort of that sweet spot. It's like your heart rate elevates, you know, you got more blood going through your brain, but it's not so hard that you can't think and really reflect on your life. So I think that is a very powerful uh, example. Yeah. When I saw your podcast, Health in the Real World, that's what walking is. I mean, I'm in my late 50s now. The real world hit me in the head when I hurt my back and I needed something that was, call it practical. Um, I know so many people who do those hard workouts, go too hard and get injured. When I look back on my training logs, I, as I was running, I never really noticed it. But when I look back, I was injured so many times. Not only the back, but uh, knee, shin. I had a shin problem for almost like two years that was recurrent on and off where I'd have to stop running. So once I started just walking and then I eventually started adding bodyweight exercises, which um, is a, one of the books that I wrote, uh, Fitness Walking Bodyweight Exercises, the injuries stopped. They were practically non-existent. I, I turned my ankle. I stepped in some uh, bush. Um, it was after a storm, there was some uh, debris in the road. And instead of going around it, I'm like, oh, I go right through it. And I tw just twisted my ankle. That's it. As far right, as being right. hurt, there, it's almost not, uh, unheard of, you know? And I've, yeah. I've walked some long distances. Like I'm talking 15, 20 mile walks. I did a 30 mile walk just, just to do it. You don't have to do that to be in shape. I just said, Hey, how far can I walk today? And so yeah. I never even approached that as a runner. I could never do that. I was always hurt. Right, right. And, and I think it's, I like how you said that, you know, you don't have to walk that far. I think a really important distinction is that, you know, if you're, if you haven't done anything for years and you're just super out of shape, a walk is a great place to start. And it doesn't even have to be a quarter mile. It can be, you just go around the block one time or walk to the mailbox or something like that. I remember I had a really good routine. You kind of reminded me of that when you were talking about walking and doing body weight, there was a park that was about a mile, mile and a half from my house. And I would just walk to the park and do, they had like a little circuit, you know, uh, like one of those tracks, uh, pull-ups, dips, you know, monkey bars, stuff like that. And I would just go around as many times as I felt like I wanted to do. And then I would walk back home. And it was, 
it was the greatest workout. I felt so good. I felt, you know, energy throughout the day. And all I was doing is walking and moving my own body through a natural range of motion. So that's exactly it. And it's, it's gentle. I've, I've found it to be enjoyable. I, I preach it when I do my videos and, uh, you know, what I've written on my website and it's your, you go at your own pace. And like I said, as I get older, that becomes more important than yeah. the really, you know, the hardcore stuff. The body weight exercises takes care of that. You'll get in good shape. And I'm not training for any Olympic events. Uh, I'm just training. My, my weight has stayed within the same range of about five pounds, plus or minus, for the last, uh, well, the six years that, I'm, that I've exclusively been doing this, going into the, going right. into the sixth year. That's you know, awesome. So. And I think that's what, I think that's what people really want is just to be at a, a, you know, a weight that feels good, right? If you're too heavy, you know, it's hard, it's hard to get around your joints hurt, everything suffers, but it's, it doesn't have to say that, you know, you don't have to be like 8% body fat to be healthy mm -hmm. and happy. You can be right. a little bit more. And I think most people really just want to feel good. You know, um, a lot of my clients, when they first start with me, they, they are overweight and they have back pain. And I say, okay, we're going we're gonna to help you lose weight and we're going to help you get rid of your back pain through just stretches and gentle movements. Uh, but let's just say hypothetically, you could only do one. Would you rather get rid of your weight or get rid of your back pain? I've been a trainer for 17 years, 100% of the time. They say, if I could only have one, I'd rather be pain-free than at like a, a lean weight. So everyone just wants to feel good, right? Yes. So I think that's important. I think walking definitely can satisfy that as well yeah yeah well when I, when I was injured and I was out of work I would have given anything to be pain-free right. and when it finally came when I finally was pain-free I said I'm never going through that again right. uh, so that really what led to walking uh, I'm a cross-country coach and I would run with my kids and then I stopped running and then I would run like from spot to spot to see them go by on the course the last few years I, I don't even I, I dread even doing that. I just, <laughs> I've got my spots and I see them, I give them their times, but I'm, you know, that's how leery I am about even right, right. getting I, hurt again. Yeah. I ran cross country in <laughs> high school and our, our coach would, I think he was in his seventies. He would, he would ride his bike with us. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so he could set a pretty good pace and we could, we could be pushing along and then he would make sure that we didn't cut the course. Cause there was one day where we stopped at the park and just goofed around instead of doing our 12 mile run <laughs> i think we played football or something so at least something that was active <laughs> yeah i've had kids uh on those long runs disappear in people's backyards and uh you know, come out, they come back wet i'm like what how'd that happen <laughs> so <laughs> that's fun yeah we had uh, a <laughs> my friend brett he lived about i think maybe five blocks away from the high school and we would go swimming in the back. It, it was the polar bear club, the PC, we called it. So there were four of us just took a dip. And then you, you know, you always have to time it. Like we have to get back at the same time. And we were, uh, I was maybe like the eighth or ninth, you know, fastest guy. And there was one day where we timed it horribly and we got back really early. So I don't know, it was like a 10 mile run and we ended up doing like five minute miles or something and my coach oh. is like damn you're 
Chris, I know you're fast, but you are not you, that no. fast. You are, I'm going to enter you into the Olympic trials. I'm, yeah. I'm like, uh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That was fun. Um, so Frank, how do you recommend people start? Like someone listening who hasn't walked in a while. What's, the, okay. what's like the first couple of weeks? What do they look the, like? Real simple. Just one, create a routine to get out the door. And all the routine is, just know what clothes you're going to wear and you don't need any special clothes. You just need something comfortable. I would recommend good uh, shoes, sneakers. Um, there's running shoes, which are good. They're heavy. And there's actually walking shoes, which are, I never knew a difference when I was a runner. When I wore them, when I bought a pair of walking shoes, I'm like, oh my God, these feel like slippers. They were so lightweight because remember the, the running motion, you're pounding your body. You're in the air. If you're running hard, you're in the air and landing hard. Walking, you always have one foot on the ground, you know, this pace, the, the, the stride. A good shoe, something comfortable, protect your feet. And then that's it. Just have that routine, carry water, and just walk. Just everybody knows how to walk. Walk out the door, pick a destination, someplace, you know, watch it. I don't know what the traffic situation is, wherever, wherever someone starts out. And see how, don't even see how far you can go. Just pick a spot. I'm going to get there, whether it's like you talked earlier, around the block to start. Next day, see if they could do the same thing or a little further. And every day doesn't have to be further. It just get out there. And it doesn't all have to be done at one time. I mean, if you took a quick walk before work or parked a little further away from your job, that counts just as much as a continuous walk. You know, a little bit in the morning, a little bit at lunchtime, a little bit after work. Eventually, you can go longer. But, you know, that would be a good way to start. Start slowly. Um, I have something what I call steps. It's an acronym I came up with. S for shorter, quicker strides. Uh, T, your toes as you're walking, push off. The toes propel you forward. E, engage your core and your glutes. And then posture, you want to stay upright and swing your arms quickly. You remember from running, I would tell my runners, you want to get a little faster, just swing your arms faster. Don't right. focus on the motion of your feet. Your, your feet will follow your arms. Right, right. The, yeah, the, the arms are always your weakest link as far as speed. Yeah, yeah, you could send your arms as fast as you can, yeah. and the feet, the legs are still not working as hard yeah. as they can. So, yeah, that's a good strategy. I like that steps. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, beyond that, I what I have recommended in my book is a, a time test. And your walking speed as we get older is really a good indication of how healthy you are. So uh, if you set ten minutes, okay, I'm going to walk for ten minutes. Just go. Where did, you know, mark your spot in that 10 minute time. You know, you got to the greenhouse, you know, 10 blocks away, whatever. And then periodically do that testing and see how far you can walk in 10 minutes. If, if you've been walking consistently and getting in better shape, you should be able to go further. If all of a sudden you're feeling sluggish and, and you're not getting to that point, there might be an underlying reason. Maybe you just happen to be tired that day, or there could be something more serious, but walking speed is a great indicator of how healthy you are. Yeah, I, I think that's a good thing to do too. Um, it's it's nice to know where you are, not only, I, I like to say internally and externally, right? So like, how does it feel? That's all internal, it's very subjective. Like I, I feel fantastic, you know, I, I feel lighter, I feel younger. And then there's also those metrics you're talking about, how far can I make it in 10 minutes? Um, also, you know, the, I, I used to have an Apple watch. I it was the first generation. So it kind of ran its course. Uh, I haven't had one in a while, but I did appreciate that, you know, you have heart rate, heart rate, uh, 
measures perceived exertion by your body. So even if, you know, you could be walking the route that you normally do, same route, right? We're controlling variables. It's the same route, but your heart rate is sky high. Well, that's telling you something that your body is either under recovered or maybe you're sick or, or something like that. So it's good to sort of corroborate your internal feedback mechanism, your subjective with the objective numbers, like what you were saying, how far can you walk? How hard are you working? Uh, you could even have somebody analyze your gait pattern, you know, how big is my stride? You know, there's all kinds of things you can do depending on how you want to quantify your, um, your progress. Right. 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 Yeah. And then, so that's just the, the physical part of it, getting out the door. Then I would say, just set some kind of goal for yourself, whether it's to eventually walk 20 minutes in one time, you know, and, or beyond that and adjust that goal as you go forward. And then when you're out there walking, there's so many things you could do. One of them, one of my favorite things is to just not listen to anything, just quiet my mind and, you know, turn over the ideas that are going on in my head. But then there's listening to audiobooks. Um, you know, with the smartphones now, you can, you know, you're, the world is, is everything out there for you to listen to. Um, audiobooks, podcasts, personal development. Uh, a lot of times I, I'll uh, open my notes app and just dictate what I need to whatever idea comes to my head right there and, yeah. and get that into my phone. So the creativity part really opens up once you start feeling good physically. Uh, that's what I found that all of a sudden, whoa, how can I never... How can I be this age? I never thought of this topic before. Uh, amazing how many times that has happened to me. Yeah. And you're right with technology. Now um, you can do a lot either, whether consuming or producing, I wrote five books on walks. I, uh, yeah. I opened up Google docs and yeah, like you said, voice dictation and Google mm -hmm. is pretty accurate with, yeah. you know, dictating. And it, I'm sure the neighbors thought it was funny. Cause I'm like <laughs> chapter one, new paragraph you know, once upon a time, <laughs> comma, and you know, you're saying all the, the print, you know, parentheses and period and everything. But uh, yeah, that's really, really interesting, really good. I think it's, it is just a great way to start producing more and start thinking about your life. Um, Frank, I want to go really big picture. Now we've been talking specifically about walking health fitness. I want to go really big picture like you're a motivational speaker. You know, you've been hired by a university to give the graduation talk or maybe a, a corporation to speak at, at like a wellness event or something. Uh, what's kind of like Frank's uh, methods for living a good life? Like, like uh, you're Tony Robbins now. What's your Tony Robbins? Yeah. Well, well since I'm a high school teacher, I'll make this as a, as a commencement address, I guess you would say. And what I would tell, well, what I tell my students anyway, is to just have a clear purpose of what you want to do in life take action on it and just persevere. Okay. Just, uh, if you really want to do it, just keep plugging away because there are so many things in life that'll try to get you off that course. But if you're clear on what you want and do it, for, and this is what I tell my students all the time, it has to be for you, not because your parents want you to do that. I hear that so often. Well, I'm thinking of doing this. My parents want me to go to this college. My parents want me. They have to do it for themselves. And then once you decide on what you want, Take action. That's it. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, the hockey great says, you know, you miss every shot you don't take. So take the action on it and then persevere. Anything worthwhile, there's bumps in the road all the time. No, there's no smooth line to success. It's just perseverance, perseverance, take action, course correct, and keep moving forward. And that's what that's, that's the speech I give to my kids so often throughout the year. And that's what I'll 
give your your audience uh, today? That's perfect. Yeah, and you know when sometimes you are going north, or your destination is north of you, but during some moments of that journey, you're going south. Yeah, you know yeah. it happens. Um, you, it, maybe sometimes you have to go south in order to go north. So yeah, I, you're right. It's never a straight line. It's uh, bumps and yeah, never, never a straight have... line. And then I tell my kids, don't set the bar too. Don't set it too low that it's easy to go over. You know, yeah. set it high. And, um, you know, uh, it's better to set it high and not reach it than to set it so low that you've easily reached it and you, you've yeah. not grown. I agree. Yeah. Very, very I, well put. Yeah. I, I always tell them when I sign the yearbooks, you know, it's always think and dream big. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Once they have big dreams. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's great that they have a teacher like you to, to remind them of that message. Um, so that's, that's fantastic. Um, Frank, I know, I want to give you a chance to talk about how people can get in touch with you, your website, social media. Uh, and then I know you have an offer for the listeners. Is that right? Yeah, I have, I have something for the listener. And then through this, they can contact me anywhere, but it's a, it's a, a PDF I put together. It's 20 uh, inspirational quotes and then how an inspiration. And then within that is six ways inspirational quotes can change your life. So it's at uh, www.walkingforhealthandfitness.com slash health gift, all one word. Healthandfitness.com. Dot com slash health gift. Health gift, no space in between. No space in between, okay. straight through. They can download that. Then that's on my website. So from there, there are links to the contact me. And if anyone wanted to get in touch with me, just you know, shoot me an email. I'm on all the social media platforms. Uh, YouTube, I have a YouTube channel, Walking for Health and Fitness. I'm on um, Facebook, it's Walking for Health and Fitness program, but on the website, we'll have all the links. And even within that giveaway, all my links are, are on there. And then the website has many different articles that I've written over the past two years. Um, books that I've written, I've written three books, all about the topic of walking. And, and I covered Walking for Health and Fitness, the book idea came before the website just an overview of walking, how someone can get started in it, all the benefits of it. Then I followed that up with fitness, walking, body weight exercises, then taking it to the next level. And then the last book I have written was uh, walking inspiration, using uh, working on your mindset and uh, nice. while you're walking. So uh, all three books, they could check those out. They're available on amazon.com. Are those a few of your books over your left shoulder? The they right? are. Yes. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> it's hard doing this and yeah those, those, those are the those are the books right there i figured i'd nice. put those up there yeah awesome. so it's, it's been a fun process i never if you told me in high school that i would write books in my 50s i would be like you're out of your mind <laughs> uh but you know crazy things happen and you know uh, i needed to think and dream big when i was younger and i finally yeah. started oh that's awesome well hey it's never too late uh, well, Frank, I really appreciate you joining us. Uh, all you viewers out there, please check Frank out, Frank Ring, and definitely incorporate walking into your day-to-day -day life. Frank, thanks Absolutely. again for joining me today. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Health in the Real World show. Make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Visit mycorebalance.com to learn more.